The government has deferred plans to clear an ordinance which would make the right to food a law around the country after key ally Sharad Pawar vetoed the move. Now the government says it will work with opposition parties regarding amendments and could consider a special session of parliament for this. However, the ordinance route still hasn't been ruled out. We should not lose six or seven weeks for this. And what is the guarantee that they will pass it in that session? I would like to make one more effort to ask the opposition parties whether they will cooperate in passing the bill in a special session of parliament. That support is forthcoming. The bill will be passed. Government says opposition from parties like the BJP and the left is the main reason why they did not push through an ordinance on food security. But there was opposition within. Sharad Pawar was opposed to the idea of an ordinance and Samajwadi Party, who supports the government from outside, is totally opposed to the food security bill in its current form. That's why the decision to postpone the bill was taken at the highest level after the Prime Minister consulted the Congress President. This is what happened this morning. This morning, the Prime Minister and Sharad Pawar spoke before the Cabinet meet. At the meeting, the Cabinet Secretary announced that the food ordinance has been deferred. The Prime Minister intervened and said one more attempt to convince the opposition should be made. Sources say Sharad Pawar is against the ordinance route. Parties like the NCP believe that once an ordinance is brought in, major changes to the food bill would be difficult even if Parliament debates its provisions. Have you actually completely given up on the idea of bringing an ordinance or, or will you actually try for a... It's not withdrawn. Kamal Nath is coming tomorrow. So, and Sundeji is here. So, we will discuss together. Actually, in cabinet, where I get the news, food security bill. Today, there is a lot of फिर भी एक नाटक चल रही है कि विपक्ष के कारण ही वो रुकावट हो रही है। The BJP and left support food security, but want their own amendments. But the government wants an assurance that they will clear the bill regardless of the amendments. So whether a special session of parliament will be called is still very unclear. In New Delhi, with Sandeep Pukan, Keith Kiangre for NDTV. So what exactly does the right to food mean? What's in this bill which could have been law if the ordinance had been cleared? Well, this includes, the uh, government says, that there will be a right over subsidized food grain to 67% of the population. That means the government by law will have to provide food to nearly one-thirds of India. The allocation is of those households who are considered priority of 5 kilos of food grain per person at a fixed rate. That's the 3 to 1, which is rice at 3 rupees a kilo, wheat at 2 and cereals at 1 rupee. The allocation, uh, coarse grains at 1 rupee. The allocation is of 75% of rural population and 50% of the urban poor. The estimated food grain requirement for this, according to the government, is 61 million tons. So the worry is, what will happen if, for instance, the crop fails in a year and the government doesn't have those stocks? That's a worry raised by Agriculture Minister Sharad Pawar. Now, what's the likely cost to the exchequer? Well, estimates say about 1.25 lakh crores. Again, this is a very divisive point. The government says this is only around 27,000 crores more than the current food subsidies. But many analysts say the cost will be much, much more and also what about leakages? 
So an ambitious bill which as I said aims to cover nearly two-thirds of India, India's population. Nobel laureate Professor Amartya Sen even quantified what he says as the impact of the bill. 1,000 people die every week, he says, the bill is delayed. It's a figure that's been attacked, but our reporters file these stories on the reality of the current system and what the people who will need it the most are hoping for from this. There's a sizable number of people over here. This is a cluster of about four villages, and there are a few people over here who claim that they haven't been able to get their supplies of ration for the past two, two and a half months. Tota Ramji, apna card dikhaiye. No, sir, card. Is card mein samay se entry nahi hui hai? Is card? Four saal nahi mila. card तो आपको लगता है कि ये सरकार कानून ला रही है तो इसके बाद इसमें कोई एंट्री होगी इसमें आपको कुछ अनाज मिलेगा चावल गेहूं और जो कुछ जो कुछ भी थोड़ा जो मिल जाए तो फायदा है हमका है पता सात आठ आदमी घर के परिवार के हैं कि जो है सब हमका कहां बना को कार्ड बनवाई नहीं कि तो का करी हम कौन इन किसने नहीं बनाया कोटेदार ने कार्ड नहीं बनवाया कोटेदार ने बनवाई ना कोई प्रधान या प्रधान जैसे बनी है बनी है तो अपन उनका ही बना करी है तब तक इनको बनवाई नहीं बने कि The matriarch of the family is Sonabai. She works in the houses nearby, washing vessels, swabbing the floors, and she makes about 2,000 rupees a month. She supports five people. Now, she would be somebody. This family is a family which holds an Antyodai ration card, which right now has been washed out in the rain. But this would be the family that would be targeted under the food security bill jo aapko rationing office se dhanya milta hai jo bhi anaj milta hai wo aap lete hai ki nahi lete main leti hu neko kyun nahi lete main dusre ko de deti hu kyun nahi lete aap kon maza acha aata hai kharab aata hai ha kharab aata hai aur kya aapko wahan shakkar wagaira sab milta bakkar kuch bhi nahi deta khali main ghas leti leti shakkar nahi deta hai wo kam dar mein anaj mile aisi ek nayi scheme aane wali hai iske bare mein aapko kuch pata hai nahi to there is lack of information also amongst the slum dwellers, amongst Mumbai's homeless, amongst those people, the most vulnerable of the lot, who need food security. With camera person Rajesh Gupta and Hardoi. In Mumbai, with camera person Bapu Vag. Anand Zanane. Miloni Bhatt. For NDTV. So two very interesting points there. One, a report from Uttar Pradesh. That's the area, that's the state where the highest population is estimated uh, to be, which will actually require this food security bill and also urban Mumbai. So as we said, the bill will cover 75% of rural poor and 50% of urban poor. Joining me tonight on this debate, I am joined by Shantaram Nayak, Rajya Sabha MP of the Congress, also Chairman of the Parliamentary Standing Committee of Law and Justice. Also Prakash Javdekar, Rajya Sabha <coughs> MP, Spokesperson of the BJP. Nawab Malik of the NCP, Spokesperson of Ma from Maharashtra. Harsh Mandir, Special Commissioner of the Supreme Court on the right to food. Also joining me tonight, Professor Arvind Panagriya, Professor of Economics of Columbia University. And tonight I'm actually going to start with Professor Panagriya because in a sense, all the rest of the people on this panel agree in different ways on the need for this kind of law, for this kind of right to food. Professor Panagriya's views are completely different. So yeah. over to you, sir, because interestingly, both the reports we just had expressed in a way some of your arguments. One, a person who says... I need it, but I don't even know how to get this card. And another, a person in urban Mumbai in a slum who earns 2,000 rupees a month but doesn't use the PDS system because she says the rice and wheat are substandard. 
go ahead sir with your view on the fact that this bill is likely to be a reality sooner rather than later Uh, Sonia, you're right. Actually, there is going to be reality. Uh, political, political correctness has led everybody to kind of line up to vote for it, uh, but that doesn't necessarily make it the right bill to pass. Um, you know, just for starters, you know, start out. It gives five kilograms of food grain to people at subsidized prices. The average consumption today is something like 11 or 12 kilograms. The real issue is how do you, you know, assuming that. more must be consumed by the households and individuals the real issue is how do you make them consume more i mean even if you look at the top 30% of the households you can look at actually top 5% of the households they are consuming somewhere around say in rural areas about 12 kilograms uh, in the urban areas somewhere between 9 and 1/2 to 10 kilograms uh, you give uh, and, and bottom 30% is maybe in a rural areas is about 2 kilograms less mm-hmm. uh, and in the urban areas it's the same So, what people are going to do simply is take the five kilograms of extra subsidized grain, purchase less five kilograms in the open market, uh, and, and simply uh, save that part of the money. And my really uh, uh, prediction is that much of the money that they will save because of the subsidy uh, uh, would go get spent on other things. the big big item you know when you think of nutrition in india today you know calorie consumption is yesterday's battle uh, it is the nutrition balanced diet which is today's battle and that's where milk consumption accurately this is where you see the big large gaps milk and eggs that's where you see the big large gaps between the poor and the non poor so you go to the bottom 5% milk consumption is about 1 1.5 kg per month right. you go to the top 5% milk consumption is about 11 kg and there is a whole spectrum as you go from poor to the richer people milk consumption rises exponentially uh, same for eggs so milk and eggs is where the real frontier so we, is so in and a I sense can predict that i think you're making the you're saying Sorry. political political correctness in a way is making us ignoring the sense of what's actually needed the battle has shifted you're saying from actually fighting hunger to the kind of calories that are being consumed let me bring in prakash javdekar because let me bring in an opposition voice prakash javdekar what's interesting is that besides the samajwadi party the main opposition party the bjp yourself actually doesn't oppose the bill you're all just saying we want amendments and you actually cite the chatisgarh example where even more entitlements are given uh, by law already by the chatisgarh government is the bjp being politically correct as well is it true that the bjp can't afford to be seen as anti poor in election year no it's not about political grandstanding it's about our commitment to the poor because we believe that hunger today even after 65 years of independence is the result of uh, mismanagement on economic front by the 55 years of rule of congress and that's why uh, poor needs help and we have already enacted the congress is only making noise we have already enacted and implemented and what is more surprising is as you yourself has told that it was sharad pawar and samajwadi party who stalled the ordinance and they are blaming bjp we are not in your cabinet it is we are the first mover of the bill and you are blaming us unnecessarily because you want to play politics with it if you have real concern for the poor 
when the food was going west and there was no place in the godown supreme court has ordered and has given direction that that should be distributed to the millions of hungry people why amartya sen did not tell the government that obey the supreme court directive because he is partial but more than that the government straight away refused the supreme court directions and so, that is the real issue so you are talking about the fight within the government and sharad pawar has been a known opponent to this bill earlier even now the ordinance route is something he is completely vetoed shantaram nayak come in on these two points uh, raised separately what's interesting of course prakash javdekar is uh, perhaps as some economists have pointed out that the bjp is center of rights parties Econ economy at least or the politics is becoming even more <coughs> center of left than the congress in a sense but uh, go ahead bjp's hidden agenda on bill is different they want congress to bill bring the bill in the house and then kill it but i will go to the history why bit. would they do that they were also facing elections no 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 they will say that ultimately government did not succeed in getting the bill passed we wanted the bill people just as they have done in case of 10 bills but what was mr sharad pawar's agenda he no, is the one no, who no, no, i have just come congress was the only party which was formed not for with political agenda congress party was formed to remove hunger and poverty even before independence this is the only party plague was there but mr jabdekar blamed you that after no, 67 years you haven't managed to do tenancy, that tenancy land to tiller was given by congress party agriculture is strengthened by congress party now further strengthening of this bill through food secretary why should anybody oppose they are opposing indirectly they are blaming this fellow that fellow that, that, that. but in, ultimately the, the cat will be out of the bag when the bill will be coming if at all without ordinance then they will say that true color will be seen on the floor of the house No, but why was the government bringing it in as an ordinance? Isn't that undemocratic for a bill that is so crucially important? If ordinance is democratic, then the constitution would not have provided for it. But that's only an emergency situation. No, no, not necessarily. There are situation today when when these people are not allowing any bill to be passed, they are stalling parliament. What can be the other situation? No. But today, Sharad Pawar said no to the ordinance. Sharad Pawar may have his, his own logic. that is different thing we may he is uh, agriculture minister i know i know this okay but we, we don't know exact views of sir power whether he wants to stall the bill no i don't think so he is cooperating with the with the government and, and and his views are not like of bjp let me ask well bjp actually says that we've gone even further let me bring in <coughs> nawab malik what are the exact views of sharad pawar many have pointed out that earlier as agriculture minister he's expressed strong objections about the cost of this bill he's made the point about uh, what will happen if uh, the crops fail in a certain year what will happen india will have to import this and he talks about the money that comes in from exports what exactly is sharad pawar's double game some would say on this food security bill nawab malik no there is no nothing like a double game we are never opposed the food security bill in this country earlier and today also subsidized foods are supplied to the people antodaya or apl bpl this kind of a system is there but this bill what it will do it will give an enactment by a act you will be liable to get a subsidized food grain for this we are having some reservation if any shortage is there how it will be dealt what about the minimum support price to the farmer these issues are there which has to be discussed this was the our issue but by bringing any ordinance instead of that 
it should be discussed on the floor of a house then make a law and then implement this is the issue we never oppose this kind of a bill or a law which provide a right to, to people of india to get food at the subsidized rate we never oppose this kind of a bill this is the actual factual situation well well the point as uh, as professor matesen made as i said that controversial figure of a thousand deaths a week i'll get professor panakra on that later but harsh pandit i began this round with an opposing view but let me come with you as somebody who is a special commissioner appointed to the supreme court on the right to food the just the different views amongst the three politicians this program reflects the kind of political entanglement the whole issue of right to food has been caught up in one of the earlier opponents montek singh alwala made the point that the government is not about facts anymore it's about a moral recognition that india cannot continue to have one of three children malnourished <coughs> do you think that has actually been that change has the right to food now got mixed up in a quest of who will claim credit for it as an election gimmick do you think it will see the light of day no i think it's it's really unfortunate the kind of political football that is being played actually not now but for the last 4 years uh um, it, it, you know the bill has been you know tossed from the nac to the government to the standing committee and there have been prolonged uh, you know delays and uh, in in taking a view i don't think i and i think that the you know if the entire political establishment really cared about 230 million people sleeping hungry or every uh, you know second child being malnourished Uh, uh there would be far greater urgency in terms of of of, of getting this uh, getting this bill passed much earlier uh, i i i i really yes, feel that that the uh, government that that that, 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 that what, what, no, well, didn't it have to been, in a sense in this case been, right no, no. there nobody has given them that there has been considerable delay there has been considerable no <coughs> sonia i just like to make a just one one, one more important mm -hmm. point we've talking too much about the pds you know what is this bill actually going to do the bill says that it's the duty of the state to provision food for uh, to ensure that all people in this country men women and children have sufficient food to lead an active and healthy life providing subsidized food grain is one part of it an important part and you know the failure of the government to even have yet identified i mean you passed the bill today we we haven't even started identifying who are the excluded who are the included uh, it's been for years but that's only one pillar of the bill they're really important even more important for me is is the guarantees for children the guarantees for pregnant women and uh, uh, sadly even in the standing committee the provisions for destitute feeding for uh, for community kitchens uh, which 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 are in danger of being knocked knocked out people starving children who are out of school mm -hmm. uh, i think that 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 basically what what this bill is going to create it's not going to end hunger tonight uh, tomorrow it's not going to end malnourished but it creates a normative framework and a legal duty for which people can go to court if people are sleeping hungry in a country which has such high levels of economic growth and produces so much food you know 80 million tons of food it's hard for for people to imagine what it means which is rotting in the food grains in which uh, in the godowns if you are not distributing yes you know if you put it one line next to another you can go up to the moon and you can come back and you can go around the world that's the amount of grain that we have which we are still just debating uh, about and as supreme which court commissioner almost as a, as a food buffer the food buffer stock which they but i just want to bring in professor panagra yeah, yeah. on on that point you made which harsh pandit just said this gives the people of india a legal right to not sleep hungry 
that really I think is at the heart of the argument and of course last time you were on our show you sparred Professor Martesen who used that figure of a thousand deaths a week and that every the, the, he says that's the cost in lives as long as this bill is actually delayed we can go back and forth on how much it should be the subsidies but the fact that it gives the people of India legal right to food is that something you would support? Sonia, you know the bill gives the government the right to distribute. It really doesn't give the people to have the right to food. I mean, if you want to really empower the people, give them the cash. With the kind of money we are talking about that will be spent on this bill, on, on the right to food, food or for food security bill, you can give every household of five individuals 7500 rupees per uh, year, year in cash. Let them go and buy it. That is what empowers them. That is what gives them the right to actually go and buy whatever they want. I mean, if they want milk, let them get buy milk. If they want eggs, let them buy eggs. But you know, just saying that oh, this is the right right to food. It really is right to right for the government to distribute. And I never cease. To, it never ceases to amaze me how all the activists who really, uh, including Mr. Mandar, who just now went went over. Uh, the, the, this inability of the government and all the leakages etc that uh, are out there in the current distribution system suddenly now we think that the government will now become a, a, a very highly efficient government just because there is a right to food in place No, but, I mean, it, but in certain states sir, like Chhattisgarh, let me take a Chhattisgarh example which has worked yeah. so it's states, uh, Tamil Nadu has worked so it can work in states to put their mind yeah, behind it yeah, if it's a right by law it may well Sonia yes Sonia, I mean, that has worked without a, without the right a, a, a law being in place. That is because there is an effective chief minister in, in the state. You know, effective leaders can make things happen with with right or without right. But that doesn't mean you know you are giving me one example of Chhattisgarh. But I can give you twenty examples from the other states where it has not worked. So it is a matter of leadership. You know, if you got good leadership, things will work, of course. But is that the case by and large? By and large, what you observe is massive leakages. So, what you are talking about is, you know, uh, uh, 60 million tons of food to be distributed, which would, of course, require procurement of about 80 million tons. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what they will, that will do to the entire food grain market? I mean, it will be in complete disruption. Do not forget what Mrs. Indira Gandhi tried to do in the mid-1970s. She tried that, uh, precisely that thing uh, uh, during that period by taking over the entire wholesale trade in food grain. Yes. And it was a massive failure. She had to retrace, uh, retract her steps uh, and, and simply get out of that commitment. Uh, uh, so, you know, so the past history is to be uh, something so to some be learned some from the past history. Making uh, we ought cash? to look at it. Cash should actually be a better way to actually do that. Uh, Prakash Javdekar, come in on that because in a sense the government is trying that out with direct cash transfers for LPG. They haven't done this for food yet because it's so controversial. <coughs> Would you agree that the, given the massive leakages in the PDS that this is not, that perhaps that may be a better way to go? Of course in Chhattisgarh, I think there is actually a law which uh, for the right to food in Chhattisgarh as well. Go ahead, sir. If you have a determination and leadership as Pandriyaji was saying, you can make things happen. But that is what is not happening in this decisive government. Let me come to this uh, cash subsidy. Uh, cash benefit is not substitute for actual food grains. I believe in the intelligence of the common man what is Arvindji's uh, main theme. But still, in absence of any 
food parallel chain by the government the market prices will be too much uh, uh, and will uh, will be more volatile and that's a big thing but we are not going into that what is important harsh mandar i must give today you a credit that you said it the truth that the bill was delayed because it was tossing from one ministry to another ministry between nsc and the government there was no one opinion then there was tossing from planning commission to here again and so it's all in 2009 president's address she said that in 100 days we'll have the bill and you didn't have the bill even after 10 sessions successfully happening only two sessions could not take place but you did not bring bill in those 10 sessions so this is what no, is all sir. about the inefficiency and insincerity of the government but let me again tell you nobody is congress my friend shantaram naik is not telling why the supreme court order directive that the instead of rotting uh, getting the foods rot mm -hmm. uh, in the godowns or out of the godowns you distributed free to the poor and why they did not do it shantaram naik really why do we have to wait for a bill to be passed to get that food grain actually out of the godowns <coughs> and into the pds and to uh, hungry people you see question of vagaries of monsoon and other things uh, make the food um, the food grains get spoiled nobody can be pinpointed out to sting but question is no, of course there, was a, there was a good, supreme court has said good, that to release these grains supreme court can say just like that see question is they don't know the mechanism of the government they only know to pass orders and we can't we have to obey those orders No, but, they course, don't, but the they Supreme Court is asking you to go they, to the moon. They, 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 they don't govern and they don't have any idea of the field situation. That must be. But in principle, we agree that food should not go waste. But I am asking the, our BJP friends: Are they not interested in helping pregnant and lactating mothers that they should get free meals? But are they not interested in getting maternity are benefits they? to uh, mothers? Are they not interested in children getting uh, free meals? Shantaram, we have already enacted. Why they are opposed to substantive bill? Just because this will no, not work because of this thing, that oh. is not acceptable. Uh, but uh, Prakash, you can go ahead and react. He said Sonia. the Supreme Just, Court doesn't know how to uh, govern, and that's why the food <coughs> grain is rotting. Go ahead. I don't want I don't to go into that. The real problem know. of the I I could get I could get the real problem of the Congress that they wanted to blame us as uh, supposing we will oppose. but we are not opposing that is their problem you know only to distribute the first mover you we only know to distribute communism poison no and not food we well, are already food no, pretty no, no. well but they are distributing we are enacting you you follow the chapter but you are only interested in making e people eat poison of communism How? you are not interested How? in but they state the record you have to bear that out madhyapradesh and chatisgarh have implemented this but harsh mandar come in on come in on the <coughs> specific point on this food grains because that's actually something the supreme court and the point is being made in various hearings by activists like yourselves as well that distribute this food grain out in the free market what's stopping it and why do you think uh, as dr uh, professor panagra pointed out that this will that this attitude will change of the government to the administrative structure once it comes to this uh, bill actually being passed we already have a supreme court order saying release food grain yeah No, I think that the the the, the, reluct, the the reluctance of the government to actually implement that order, and I'm a commissioner of the Supreme Court, was was 
you know incredible to us uh, that we were allowing food grain to to rot rather than distribute it to the poor uh, but but to professor panigra with with respect i wanted to say that you know this business about uh, uh, distributing cash instead of grain please understand that the uh, the public distribution system has served this country with all its flaws it's actually a system firstly of guaranteeing uh, an appropriate price to the uh, to the farmer uh, and uh, a minimum support price you you get the grain that is why we have grain stocks then you use it for price stabilization for free market interventions where where prices go high and and then you distribute it at subsidized rates uh, 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 to uh, uh, to large seg segments of the people to substitute this by cash what is going to happen to the protection to the farmer uh, in in the first place i i think that that we need to you know uh, we need to uh, and uh, as was being said that we also talk about universal maternity entitlements we're talking about uh, you know protection of children from malnourishment uh, 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 the homeless uh, migrants it's a it's a hugely important bill and i think that 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 i i wish we we'd not we'd not you know Uh, uh you know use tv studios to to score political points but actually together collectively say that we want to see a day in which uh, no one sleeps hungry in this country professor panagra just one point again this is a point raised by Pro professor amartya sen who disagreed with on uh, many of these issues on this bill he makes the point that why is it that uh, we see middle class outrage subsidies never question when it comes to whether it's uh, was lpg diesel petrol why do we never question the huge amount the government spends on these subsidies and why is it that we do not recognize food as a subsidy completely different from this as a subsidy which is really ensuring a right to life and he's attacked uh, various economists uh, on this aspect as well so sonia why doesn't mr professor sen why doesn't professor sen actually attack those bad subsidies which are completely regressive the lpg the fertilizer and all i mean why doesn't he say that okay let's remove these subsidies and give this to the poor I mean, he never says that. You know, he says, "Oh, we are doing these bad subsidies, so why not do another one of these, another of the subsidies?" I mean, you can't really justify that goods, another subsidy on the basis of bad subsidies that are in the system. No, but if if the subsidies are life-saving, if these subsidies are life-saving, as Professor Sen says. food is a life saving no, no, wait, wait that's a separate issue but if you are saying let, let us assume let us even assume that he is right about the life saving although he has given still no basis of his calculations of this thousand children per week dying because of the lack of the food security being in place but let's give him that uh, 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 benefit of the doubt that suppose he is right but how 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 does the argument make sense when he says oh we are doing all the subsidies therefore do this one also why doesn't he come out and say that let's abolish these bad subsidies that are in the system and then use these money that is going to be freed up to do these other things professor sentry never argue about never advocate ending any of the subsidies that are in the system well one to i want to also respond to mr wenders uh, argument on, on yes. these price supports he is confusing the two types of interventions the price supports are a separate issue then the subsidy to the poor mm -hmm. a lot of countries give the price supports and our european community gives price supports the united states gives price supports uh, through direct subsidies and so you right. can easily separate the two don't tell me that you, you know to in order to give the food the subsidy through the procurement you But also need a subsidy to on this end i think i think the focus uh, clearly conceptually Right, and I think the focus really now, however, is given that it is election season, the UPA seeing this as a game changer. That is going to be the main focus. So, whether it is a special session of Parliament or an ordinance, this bill 
is likely to see the light of day sooner rather than later. Let's see how that develops politically over the next weeks and months. Thank you all very much. Uh, Shantaram Nayak, Prakash Javdekar, Nawab Malik, Harsh Mandir and Professor Panagraya, thank you for joining me from New York. Thanks very much.